This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks from Master Plan Retirement Consultants. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mark Fricks provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Roadmap Radio with your host, Mark Fricks. Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Retirement Roadmap Radio with me, Mark Fricks, your host today. And co-hosting with us, as always, is Mr. Tony Shore. And we got a great show. I always say that, but we do have a really different show. But um, this time you really driving. Uh, this time I promise I really <laughs> did. Um, we do get cards and letters, by the way. But um, t- today, um, as you know, Tony, we are uh, more than investment advisors. We are retirement consultants, retirement planners. So primarily working with people 55 and older that um, have a lot more issues than just am I losing money. It's about income planning, social security, maximization, legacy planning, Medicare planning, long-term care. I mean, you know, we have about 15 areas we work in. So today I was kind of thinking last night about, you know, um, some of the clients that have come in recently and we're getting a lot of clients that are coming in uh, with second marriages, blended families. Sure. Now the fam, you know, the kids are grown, so it's not like they've got, you know, the Brady bunch with, you know, six kids running right. around, but 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 they've, you know, it, but it's 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 a different set of problems. Sure. And and so we've actually had some clients that have come in that are um, you know, married when they come in and then either the spouse passes away or they divorce and then while they're still clients they get remarried i mean even that happens too and so it's just kind of a it's just always kind of a reset but there are some issues that if you don't handle them properly can really cause some problems in that second marriage so i thought we'd talk about that today and, and kind of touch on that because a lot more people that's happening to we're living longer maybe we lose our spouse or maybe again we get divorced after so many years and and so it is something that more and more people that come in are, are saying hey this is second marriage for us and so we have these questions these issues these concerns and so i thought we'd talk about that today i thought it'd be kind of a neat subject yeah that is a, a, an interesting subject. And of course, you know, you may not have that example, but it, there probably are. Uh, there may even be listeners out there who do have a Brady Bunch situation where they might have younger kids as well. But, uh, but yep. yeah, a lot of cases, especially the folks you work with, as far as planning right. for their retirement, their kids might be grown, but it is still a blended family or a second marriage. Right. And if you are in a second marriage, it can change the way you have to plan financially, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a different set of problems. Yeah. It really is. And so I thought, again, I know there's, uh, I don't know if this statistic is still correct or not. 50% of marriages end in divorce. I don't know uh, if that's true or not, but, but you know, there are a lot of people that come to see us that are in their second marriage for whatever reason. And so again, I think, and there's a couple of mistakes that you can make that can really mess things up. So we want to make sure we cover those today as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think we need to uh, uh, cover a lot of that because you're right. Uh, more and more people find themselves in this situation. So where do you want to begin? Uh, people who are in a second relationship, a second marriage, 
or, you know, uh, not their first marriage. Uh, what does it change and, and where do we start? Well, I think the first thing that I notice when, when folks come to us is, is what stage are they in? Have they just been married a year? Uh, has it been five years, 10 years or whatever? And the reason that matters is, is early in that second marriage, people tend to keep things separate. They keep their own checking accounts and, you know, kind of, Hey, I've, I've, you know, I've been divorced for seven years. So my stuff's my stuff, your stuff's your stuff and, and that type of thing. But, um, and so we have to kind of plan from that standpoint, it almost becomes two planning clients, uh, almost, you know, and so that, offers kind of a unique uh, problem or a unique situation. I don't like that kind of a situation because here we are, you know, they certainly did not get married thinking they would get divorced somewhere down the road. They're planning on staying together forever. So is this the way you really want it to look? What happens if one of you passes away? How do you make sure the other one's taken care of? And so you, you, you kind of have to work through that. I don't like that situation. And to be honest with you, it doesn't happen a lot. Typically, Tony, when people come to us, they have begun blending their new family. They they they've uh, they still may have their own checking account, but they've got a joint for the household, and and, and you know maybe they've they've kind of gotten rid of their old houses that they were formerly married in or whatever, and they've kind of bought a house together. So that's that's held jointly. So that's a situation that's a little bit cleaner, uh, and so we can get a, a little bit better idea about how to launch. It's it's planning together. Um, and, and it just makes it simpler. It makes it, um, well, I wouldn't call it, it is simpler than the other sure. way. It's never simple, right? Right. But right. It, it is a, it, it, it is a cleaner, uh, way to, to plan because as you know, Tony, it's, uh, you know, a lot of these folks that come to see us, uh, most people that come to us are between 55 and 62, mm-hmm. That just seems to be when they come, you know, and, and so whether they've been married two years or five years in that second marriage or whatever it may be, um, you know, the first thing we do, Tony, as you know, is we develop, uh, we work on the money side first uh, because without the money problem solved, nothing else matters. You know, healthcare planning doesn't matter as much. Tax planning certainly doesn't matter as much. If you don't have money, you don't have a legacy to leave. I mean, yeah. so, <laughs> wait, are you we saying start- we should be broke? To make it easier? Is that what you're saying? Well, that means, you know, not too many broke people come to see us unless they're 35 and yeah. they're a kid of one of our clients. <laughs> yeah. Then they'll come see yeah. us, which is good, by the way. That's, yeah. I, I encourage That's that. That's when you want to get started um, with, the, with planning. Yeah. You know, how many people have walked into my office? I think I've said this before and said, really wish we'd waited longer. Yeah, no, no one ever says that. Yeah. <laughs> they always say, we wish you'd been here five. Where were you five years ago? I'm right here. Yeah. I've been here about 12 years now. So, um, so, so getting back to that. So we start with really income planning. Mm. Um, you know, when are they retiring and what are their sources of income? And as you know, Tony, we work, uh, a lot of our clients are federal workers, so they probably have a pretty good pension. Uh, so we, do we leave a survivor for the for that new spouse? Do we not? Sometimes people that divorce, in their divorce decree, they state that the divorce spouse is getting their survivor benefit. Uh, and I kind of joke when I'm teaching the class, you know, if, if you've got a new wife or a new husband and you've not discussed that with them before, good luck. You may be approaching your second divorce and they find out that they don't get anything, you know, right. if you pass away. Yeah. But but that happens. So, you know, we have to take that into, into account. So and, beneficiary and so designations we, are a big one when it comes to well, this, right? This is more about survivor on a pension, a survivor which is a little bit benefits. different than a yeah, benefit. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, yeah. But, so but I mean, I, leading to that uh, before yep. that, and I might be stealing some thunder for a future point here in the show, but you are. Uh, <laughs> no, <go ahead. laughs> well, yeah, we're going to get into that. So I didn't mean to jump the gun on yeah. beneficiary no. designations, but I know that plays a role. And just I want to go back for a second uh, because you said uh, second marriages, uh, third marriages. Uh, I did look up the statistics here. Almost 50% of all marriages in the United States end in divorce. Um, some oh. of that includes separation, but mostly divorce. And researchers estimate the, estimate that 41% of all first marriages end in divorce and 60% of all second marriages end in wow. divorce. So wow. So there's just a lot of that going on. Uh, and it, yep. and it's sad, but it happens. We know this happens and, uh, you need to deal with it, but, uh, but you're right. I mean, you know, surviving spouse benefits, you're talking a little bit about that. Um, you really need to plan well to make sure that your loved ones, including your spouse, uh, whether it's a first, second or third marriage has what they need to continue living if you should pass. Right. Yeah, you start, you know, again, you know, as you know, Tony, we do we do what we call stress testing early in the process. So we take a perfect scenario. I call it Nirvana, right? right. Our Nirvana report, nothing going wrong. But then, you know, we run several reports off of that. And one of them is what if one of you passes away prematurely? whatever prematurely is. I mean, you know, I may die at 95. Maybe in my mind, that's premature. I don't know. But but we want to say, so what if, and I always like to use the husband as an example. I just don't like well, sure. k- killing off the wife. Right, okay, so, right. we, so we say, you know, what if, you know, Rick passes away at age 75? Sure. What is the effect? And so, you know, does, does the surviving spouse lose the pension or half the pension? Certainly one of the Social Security payments goes away. We know that's going to happen. What else is affected? So that's that's one of the first things we want to look at is income. Where is it coming from and what happens? You know, and again, is there is there a certain period of time where alimony is being paid? Maybe that's going to affect the budget. Uh, so just a different set of issues that we deal with. But it still comes down to that income plan. That's the most important part we work on and and making sure that it, uh, you know, works regardless of what's going on and what's happening. So that's probably the first step that we want to take. Yeah. Yeah. And that's huge. And that's a big step uh, for a lot of folks. And I think it illustrates why you must work with a financial services professional like yourself, Mark. And if our listeners find themselves in these situations and want to make sure they have a good plan in place. All they have to do is pick up the phone and give you a call. And you're offering our listeners out there a complimentary consultation. Uh, There's no cost or obligation. How can our listeners get a hold of you to do that? Yeah, anyone that listens to the show or listens to podcasts or attends one of our classes or workshops, we do offer a complimentary uh, consultation. It's, uh, it's It's actually a two step consultation. Step one is where we we meet. Again, it can be face-to-face, Zoom, whatever, phone call, but it's where I kind of just listen to them. Uh, You know, what are your issues? What's your situation? What are your concerns? Uh, What does retirement look like? Nobody's ever asked them that before. Where will you be living? Will you be downsizing, uh, buying a second home? All of these to kind of get a picture of what it looks like. And then the second meeting is when I, uh, I present reports to them. Okay, in this situation, you're going to run out of money. This one you won't. So 
we know what to attack. And so it, the, the complimentary consultation is actually a two-step process. Now, if you attend the first meeting and you're good, that's fine. You're not required to attend the second meeting, but it does illustrate a lot of, uh, you know, what you need to be working on. So that's that's what we offer. And it's, again, it's complimentary. Uh, there's no catch here. Sure, we, we are always looking for a good client, a good fit. But, uh, you know, we do we do initial consultations. I do four or five a week. They don't all, all become clients for whatever reason. Maybe it's not a good fit for us. Maybe we're not a good fit for them, whatever. But um, so there's no pressure when I didn't hear trying to, uh, you know, twist your arm to become a client. I, I, I don't have room for that many clients. OK, I mean, we I take on typically, Tony, two to three new clients a month that's what I can handle because of the process we go through. So, so that's kind of what it looks like the way you schedule it. Really the easiest way is to go to the website. We have a little schedule button. You push it. My calendar pops up the calendar on the left is for initial consultation. So you pick a time and a day and you're in, I mean, just like that, you automatically get a zoom invite. If you want to meet face to face, uh, we'll follow up with you and scan and, and get that, you know, fixed. Uh, we'll confirm it the day before, uh, so it's all very simple. Masterplanretire.com is the website. Masterplanretire.com. Um, and again, if you want to use a phone call, I mean, we'll would love to chat with you. 770-980-9262 works as well. And by the way, anybody that does schedule and attend the initial consultation gets a copy of my signed book, So, um, which is all about retirement and how to plan for retirement. Yeah. Yeah, and that's great. Your book is fantastic, and our listeners can get a copy. Give that phone number out one more time. 770-980-9262. All right, pick up the phone, give Mark a call, and get that retirement income plan in place. That's uh, imperative. So what's next for people on uh, second or third marriage? I would say uh, the next one's probably the biggest one. And, and I don't know that there's another one that's more important. And it's happened not only in my family, but it's happened in many, many people. When I tell this story, they're like, that happened to us too. Okay. Yeah. And it's called disinheriting your children. Oh. All right. Yeah. So you've got a, a, a new husband, new wife. They each have children from a previous marriage, or maybe one of them has, you know, either one. Okay. And so most people... You know, they, they look at each other and say, honey, we probably need to do a will. You know, we're married now. We need to do a will. And Tony, they do something we call an I love you will. What's that? It's a will that, it's a will that says, honey, I love you. Here's all my stuff. Ah. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's, and that's how all wills are written, right? I, I want yeah. you to have all my stuff because we've been married now 10 years, second marriage. And, and then, then if you pass away, you know, my kids will get my stuff and your kids will get your stuff. Doesn't work that yeah. way. Okay, because what happens is this. So I'm going to use an example, and I always like to reverse it on this one. So let's say um, that I have a wife, and it's her, her and I, and, and it's our second marriage, and and um, we've been married now seven, eight, nine years. So we've co-mingled now. Sure. We have a joint checking. Uh, we bought a house jointly. Um, uh, somewhere along the way, honey, you know, if something happens to you, I'd like to be taken care of. Can you leave maybe some of your IRA to me? Uh, let's do a will. You can leave the house to me so I got a place to live. And you get the idea, right? And so something happens and she passes away first. And I'm using this example for a reason. You'll get it in just a minute. So she passes away. So I inherit all of her stuff. Okay. And so it, it all belongs to me now. Okay. So her kids are over here. Didn't get anything. Okay. And so 
maybe if I'm just a super honest guy and we had a long discussion, I would change my will. So that if I died, half of my stuff would go to them. That does not happen very often, not because people are dishonest. They don't think about it. And, you know, it's just like, okay, I've, I've already got a will. My wife has died. I've got a will. I'm good. Let's keep going. Yeah. So, you know, six months later, I pass away. Where does my stuff go? Mm. To my kids. Her kids are disinherited. So whatever she brought into marriage is, lo- is lost. So, no, it's not. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. Oh. Um, so what we do in that situation is we typically will do uh, trust. Uh, so we'll actually do two trusts, a trust for him and a trust for her. And it will create springing trust at a passing. So let's say, again, uh, my new wife passed away. What would happen is, is her stuff would be preserved in a bypass trust uh, for her kids. Now, it is available to me if I run out of money, um, but it's the last resort because it's reserved for her kids. And so I'm living off of my stuff. Maybe she left a little something for me to help bridge my gaps. And this is where you get into some some deep planning, some deep legacy planning, right? This is not a simple process where you go to an attorney and say, I want to trust. Um, but it's set up so that that money is preserved for her kids. Take care of me to the extent that I need taken care of, but so that that house ends up, you know, going half of it to her kids and, and, um, the money she brought into the marriage goes to her kids and, and whatever. And then my kids still get my stuff. Right. Uh, and that's what I uh, alluded to earlier is making sure that your current family is taken care of as far as where things go. And I think that's a mistake you probably see a lot where people have gotten remarried, but they did not go back and reformulate their plans there. You talked initially about their income plans, but also their legacy plans or their estate plans. And so, um, you know, we hear the horror stories all the time, and I'm sure you probably have some personal examples. But, you know, there's that guy from New York who got married really young. Uh, and, uh, this was in the papers. He got married really, really young. He had some family money. And so he had money, but he got married super young. It didn't work out. It was not a good situation. It was not a good relationship or divorce, but they got divorced fairly quick, but he had everything all his beneficiaries on those accounts. Uh, he was in his early twenties, but already his parents had passed, uh, he had listed her as his beneficiaries because he put together a will and, and did all that and the beneficiaries while he was married to this first life. He got remarried, had kids, happy, super happy, ended up, you know, that's his family of 20 years. He passed away unexpectedly, hadn't changed the beneficiary designations, and they take precedent over the will, even though he had written a new will saying his wife and kids that now get everything all the accounts had the beneficiary of his ex-wife. And so, and she was still alive and she got it. They took it to court and the court said the beneficiary designation stands. And I think it's still in court. So, um, they're still haggling and, um, and suing each other and counter suing. So that's not a good situation. Yeah. That happens more than you think. I mean, we had somebody here local, very same story. I won't go back through the story again, sure. but he worked at Lockheed for, for years and years. And his initial beneficiary was his initial wife. They divorced. He was married 30 years, died. Guess who got the 401k of a million plus the old wife. 
that had not been married to him for 30 years or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it does happen. So one of the things we do is not only create the trust, because, Tony, you made a very good point. Uh, if it has a beneficiary, it does not go through the will or the trust. It goes directly to that beneficiary. Right. It bypasses the will or the and trust. And it bypasses so, probate and court. So Yep. And it's pretty much uncontestable. Yeah. I mean, you have to prove, you know, like deceit um, yeah. or fraud, yeah. like like somebody went back and changed it. And other than that, it's it's a done deal. So yeah. one of the other things we do is we do an initial beneficiary audit. And then every three to five years, we redo it yeah. to make sure that, you know, something didn't get lost or changed. Do we still have a copy of the beneficiary? Uh, we'll get the, the companies to send us verification uh, again because, you know, Companies merge, banks merge, and this some of this paperwork gets lost. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. back when banks were failing, back in 08, 09, 2010, 11, banks were merging. They were shredding paperwork. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. And here you don't even have a beneficiary anymore. So then it goes to the will, and then it gets fought over there. So, it, yeah, you got to really stay on top of it. And, you know, most people don't because it's just not something top of mind. Right. I mean, who wants to think about death and wills? And uh, so we make sure that it's it's on our agenda every three to five years to go back in and, and do an audit of all that. And, and also audit the trust and the will. What What's changed? What's different? Uh, the way our attorneys write our trust, we try to put a lot of contingent language. Like if this law changes to this, then this will automatically assume the new law. All, but we still want to make sure that that it is written according to today's laws, today's needs for that family, all of that. So it's we stay on top of that pretty good. Yeah. So you've talked about income planning and estate planning are two major things that people need to take care of if they're they've been remarried. And and yep. it's I mean that's critical for uh, first marriages, estate planning and income planning. But it's, sure. it, it's even more critical for you if you've been remarried it gets trickier and yep. because there's a, a little added uh, <laughs> aspect to it right absolutely it's it's certainly something you don't want to try to do by yourself and you can't just go to an estate planning attorney because typically attorneys will give you what you ask for yeah but most people don't know what to ask for yeah you okay? need a financial and plan planner a to financial plan advisor first. who knows yep. your overall picture who knows, exactly. uh, you know, the big picture of your finances. And it's hard for just in a couple of meetings for uh, an estate planning attorney to do that. And they're not going to dig as deep in that or take the overview. They're right. just going to say, OK, I'll plan out your state. What do you want to leave to who? What do you need? Yep. Yeah. And then they leave it up to the person. Whereas you help people make the right decisions. You're looking at the picture uh, from uh, an overhead view, you've got the 30,000 yep. foot view where you can see everything and say, hey, you've got this moving part over here that you need to consider, right? Yeah, just the workbook we use for this is 10 pages long. Yeah. And so it, it maps out everything. Um, sometimes if it's really complicated, I'll actually get uh, go and start designing like a tree. If this happens, <laughs> then this branch happens. And you know, it, it can sure. really get uh, crazy sometimes, yeah. but but that's part of what we do. Yeah. So. Well, this has been a great show, but we're out of time. Mark, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? Well, just make sure, again, I mean, if this rings any kind of bell um, with, with uh, any of our listeners, be glad to chat with you, even if it's a 30-minute chat, Zoom call, face-to-face if you're in the Atlanta area. Um, uh, just, you know, again, go on the website, push the Schedule Now button. 
masterplanretire.com. And Tony, as you know, we have podcasts out there on all the major podcast uh, stations. We have YouTube, we have our own YouTube channel. Sure. Uh, we do all kinds of things, including all of these radio shows that we record. So, you know, you can find us, masterplanretire.com. We'll take you to all these places. So take advantage of that complimentary consultation. I think you'll be glad you did. All right. Thanks, Mark. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Roadmap Radio with our host, Mark Fritz. And so glad you joined us, and we look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week. And until then, remember, always plan well and prosper. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Retirement Roadmap Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-5262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Master Plan Retirement Consultants, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.